Hi. Hello. Hello. That sounded kind of creepy. What? My hello. It did. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I meant it to sound like hello, like, you know, Mrs. Doubtfire, but it sounded more like hello, Clarice. <laughs> it did. <laughs> I was like, she sounds like a serial killer. It's great. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Raven's looking at us like, what did I just walk into? <laughs> What's going on there, fuckers? I said hello, weird. You said it like well, you can't beat my robot voice. <laughs> Are we trying to one-up me? <laughs> Never. Oh, my God. Hey, y'all. Lavender Sage and Stardust here. Thank you for joining us tonight. What's up, guys? Hey, hi. How you doing? Um, so, we're going to try this again? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, tonight... I- like spell work manifesting in my personal opinion it's me being a spiritual ominous like i do practice what is traditionally called witchcraft but i also see it as like a manifestation type thing um just for lack of better word and in in my own personal opinion and in and how it works in my brain is that's is like a power of prayer but in physical you're taking pieces and parts of the earth that kind of alert the earth and your ancestors, guide, spirit, family, higher self, da, 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 um, that this is what I seek. This is what I need from you. And I put these things together as a request, as a prayer, as however you want to say. So I just want to like kind of throw that out there. Just because sometimes it kind of helps people to wrap their head around spell work sounds like you got a big cauldron and you have the eyeballs of animals and, you know, you're stealing the toes of people, dead man's toe. Yeah, throw a baby in there. I mean, I'm not against it. Okay, you do you, boo. But You throw babies in cauldrons? I I don't personally. (laughs) Oh, okay. To whomever it may please, go ahead. Throw your baby in the cauldron. Oh dear! Don't okay. do that, please. <laughs> don't don't throw babies in cauldrons, unless it's like empty and not hot, and it's like a cute photo shoot for Halloween or something. That's totes cute. That's exactly where my mind was going. Sure, it was baby killer. <laughs> Anywho, all right. So I just wanted to kind of touch base on some basic stuff. My personal go-to is candle work. I don't know about you guys. But yes, I actually love working, working with candles. And it can be any kind. Yeah, I do a lot of candles. So one of the big things with candle work, now it can be very basic with just a tea light candle and some intentions and you hold it in your hand, whether it's taking or giving you you put all of that into the candle for as long as you think that it's it need it's needed, and then you let it burn out and dispose of it properly. Don't take a tin and bury it in your yard. It's not good for the earth. Everybody understands you can throw it away. You can just pretty much in your brain, you know, I I appreciate you. Thank you for your work. You're not good for the environment, so I'm going to put you in the trash. Yeah, yeah, and that's perfectly safe and fine and healthy. Um. But one of the things I want to touch on first is candles and what they represent and just give like a brief overview of what each one is for Um, because that can be helpful. It's not necessary. Be honest with you, start with the easiest one and that's a white candle and white candles can be represented for anything, anything. You can use it in of anything that you need. So you could just buy a bunch of white candles are probably much cheaper. Yeah, definitely. So, right? So chime in if you guys know any more or less um, with the colors association than I do. I have, I'm not going to read each and every kind of key point them. Um, so if you feel like I'm missing anything with a certain color, I'm take a half a second breath in between <laughs> and let y'all scream it out. So with black candles, um, one of their protection banishing in yourself of negative energy and like uh some people say hex breaking like or you know binding breaking if you uh, let's say you decided in a bad moment that 
wanted someone to fall absolutely in love with you. And then you found out how annoying they really were and you don't want them anymore. Um, you can always break a spell with a black candle with white again, all purpose. It's uh, for like peace and truth and harmony. Gray. I don't use a ton of gray, but from what I'm reading, it's for shielding self-defense and like neutrality. I haven't had to use one for myself, but I can understand why that would be necessary. I don't think I've ever seen a gray candle, but of course I've never really looked for one before. Right, exactly. I mean, I my, personal, my personal favorite color to use is black. Yeah. Me I mean, too. It matches, it matches my soul. Oh my God. It's <laughs> for um, passion, fertility, and strength. Yellow for like focus uh clarity new ideas willpower green candles represent like money magic good luck earth magic prosperity and healing now they have teal listed and i'm just gonna go through it because it sound it you know i don't know you get too deep into some of these colors and i feel like it's really not necessary but I like that it it said uh, sophistication, tranquility, and healing. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a little interesting. I like that. I, I don't think I've ever seen a teal candle either, uh, either, unless it was like a, I don't know, like one from like Home Goods or something like that. And... Yeah, exactly. And then you have blue, which is um, spiritual and physical healing, balance, wisdom, tranquility, and creativity. I use it for peace a lot too. Oh, I like purple is for psychic power, opening your third eye, divination, intuition, and guidance. And then they have pink, and that would be for like friendship, romance, emotional love, self love, happiness. Um, orange is for success and kind of uplifting thoughts and joy. Um, Brown, they have listed as stability, decision-making, and material wealth, um, and emotional balance, which makes a lot of sense to me. That's a lot of, that's like a grounding color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I think of brown, I think of grounding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then gold, um, we have wealth, success, and intelligence. And then also um, is solar energy. Like, I would think, like, more of a sun energy. Hmm. It also stands for the divine masculine. Oh, Really? Yes. Okay. That makes sense. Silver, silver is divine feminine. Divine feminine. Okay. Which we were yep, and actually silver is um also persistence, inner conflict resolution, and lunar energy. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of want over some of them because they're gonna be helpful um when you're doing spell work to get as specific as possible because it is very important, just like a prayer. To get very specific when, you know, because if you're asking for money wealth and you're thinking like, I just need my mortgage paid this month and then I could catch up with all my bills. And then you do this money spell and you get a check for like eight bucks because you (laughs) were awarded some kind of refund for whatever. You tend to think to yourself, yeah, I don't think I was specific enough and the universe sent me change. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or found quarters in my couch. I was really hoping to get that mortgage paid, but did fine eight. 850 in the couch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. Mm-hmm. We definitely have. Definitely have. You have to be um, a bit more specific. And speaking of specific, I also have something else out there that um, while you're doing these types of things, um, it's always good if you're unsure about something that you're, you're um, manifesting or spell work that you're using if you want to make sure that what you're saying isn't going to cause harm anybody i usually just put the words with harm to none in there at least at some point so that you know because if you let's say you do a money spell okay and you want big money and then unfortunately like your grandma dies well you just got your inheritance you got your big money and i'm not saying your grandma's gonna die if you do a money spell (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying just clarifying we don't want anybody harmed in the process we don't want to steal from anybody else for our own gain so just um just the wording can be just be you know good intentions generally are always the aspect that you need but if you're ever worried about it it always helps to just use that phrase Uh, 
And if you want something for yourself, and let's say you've been trying to manifest it for a while, and it's just not coming to fruition, it, it may not be for you. So one of the phrases that I like to use is, for my greatest good, help me get through X, Y, Z for my greatest good. And then maybe you'll land where you're supposed to, maybe not where you were hoping to, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because at the end of the day, honestly, there people it, you you create these things yourself. It's just as individual as a prayer you would say a night if you Christian or you know whomever. It's the same thing. You're just using physical stuff. Yep, I've um, always I've always said that spell work is a physical manifestation of prayer. Yeah, like physical form form you know formation of prayer. It doesn't matter who it's going to because my God and your God, and I use God loosely, is very, very different. Yeah. So I'm putting my energy into the universe, whereas you might be putting your energy into a deity, which is completely fine. Absolutely. And with harm to none. With candle magic, me personally, we talked about the tea light. That's a simple one. You literally put the intention in the tea light. There you go. Whether you're you want you want to attract something to yourself or you're letting go of something. And what helps with that, um, what can intensify those types of things is you can let go on the full moon and ask for th- ask for things to come to you on the new moon. That's uh, my understanding of it. Now, I have heard other people say the opposite. I feel very connected to it in that way. I feel like do what is connected to you. Right. Regardless. Yeah. So, I mean you're no one's wrong exactly the next like basic one that i really wanted to touch on is a bay leaf burn Mm -hmm. super duper easy you get a bay leaf and i suggest getting a long pair of tweezers because they don't burn the way that they're supposed to like they don't just burn up so it doesn't it could mean something if you went to burn your bay leaf and it didn't burn all the way, but it could just generally mean that bay leaves don't burn very easily, and that's just kind of that. Yeah, they yeah. kind of smolder, and then they end up putting themselves out, you know, a quarter of the way through, halfway through. Right, and I've seen so many of the groups that I'm in, like, people are like, oh, my bay leaf didn't burn, there's this one letter here, what does it mean? I'm like, it means bay leaves don't burn very good, and you had a regular lighter, <laughs> and you probably held it in your hand. Um, but that's just me. I mean, you have to you have to put the science the science behind it. Unless like you were asking for a specific sign, and that that whatever you wrote on there was left meant something to you. If you're looking for a sign, and you don't, if you can't initially look at something and go, "Oh my God, that's a sign." If you have to question, "Is this a sign?" It's probably not a sign. Mm-hmm. Unless you're filled with self doubt. Now there is that. <laughs> yeah, some people Just aren't a- confident. Right, exactly. But if you have to like cool from thin air and try and like force it, it's probably just science. Yeah. But with a bailey, so that being said, with a bailey fur, now my favorite thing is I have a gold marker. And I, um, because a lot of times I can't remember where I read it, but it just resonated with me to write on my bay leaf in gold because that was, um, it was like a, you know, the highly manifestation color and, and also attracted to the sun. So like for me, it's like to rise, to come, you know. That's funny. In the light. When I do mine, I do it in silver. <laughs> okay, see, see. I, I love that. I have, sil- I have a silver, one of those silver Sharpies. And I, I have gold, it. silver, and bronze, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've never thought of that. I just do it in black. And there we go with my black soul again. <laughs> Imagine that. That's shocking. <laughs> But with a bay leaf burn, you can use a bay leaf burn whether to bring, again, bring things to you or send them away. You can do either or. With that being said, I do have suggestions. When you are trying to bring something good to yourself, I usually like to, um, I'll keep those ashes and I'll either keep them with like just my incense that I burn um, with good intentions and not anything that I'm trying to get away from me. And then I'll make black salt with those ashes. Or if it's very highly important to me, it's something that I'll bury um, in my yard on my property. So if I want it near me and I want it to come to me, I want it on my property. But if I'm trying to get rid of something 
or I'm letting go of something, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll give it to the wind and let that take it away. Or sometimes I feel strong enough that I will bury it off my property to make sure that I know exactly where it is and it's not near me. And and it's very, my intent is very clear that I don't want whatever I'm trying to get rid of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's really all I had. Like the Bailey burn really is that simple. It does not have to be fancy. You could even do it with a piece of paper, to be honest with you. You don't have to have a bay leaf. You could write your intentions on paper. Same rules apply. If you want it near you, bury it near you. Or, you know, use it in, in good intentions and in another way. But And you can even just get rid of your ashes in the wind, too, just to... Because not everybody makes black salt, but I just... I didn't really think of that. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like you could do it in the wind or you can like throw it into a stream as as long as it's safe to do so. Make sure there's nothing in there that's going to harm anything. If it's just ash, it's fine. Yeah. And make sure it's not on fire, people. Oh yeah, don't throw it mid fire. It's too hot, it's too fucking dry. Don't start wildfires, please. Yeah. Somebody trying to one up Canada. Oh god. <laughs> I see your forest fire and raise you. Please don't. <laughs> uh, okay you guys have anything to add with the uh, bay leaf burn or anything like that no i i agreed with you 100 percent with the with the bay leaf it yeah it, like you said if you just use a piece of paper same same right now one of the last candle magic um spell work manifestation things i want to talk about is a cord cutting Now, core cuttings are very intentional and strong, strong manifestation spell work to do. And it doesn't have to necessarily mean you mean harm to anybody. I just mean that they work and I know they work. And if your intentions are exactly what you need them to be, you can let go of anything. Now, is it going to help you quit smoking? Probably not. That's a you thing. But if you have someone that keeps you know, antagonizing you in your life or being nasty to you or it's just someone that keeps popping their ugly little head up and you just want to, you don't want to have any more connection with them because throughout our lives, if we give someone our attention, we are connecting with them. There's always that cord of connection. And what you're saying, and the universe, that's how we work. We are all connected. So once that bond is established, it doesn't de-establish until you decide it does. And there are a couple ways of doing this. But we're going to go over the cord cutting one first. And that would be to take two candles representing you and the other person. Or even just, I have done it to where I have literally let go of my own negativity. I had made a decision that I was going to walk forward in that path and I was going to do the cord cutting to let it go. So you have to do both. You can't just do a cord cutting and expect that everything's going to go poof, magic. Everything's great. Everything's fine. You have to put in some work. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's with any of the cord cutting though. Like if you cord cut from, we'll just say you got like a fuck boy in your life that keeps popping up. Listen, honey, if you keep replying, there ain't nothing. Y'all can knock it off. I heard that. <laughs> right. Somebody was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. If you keep replying, it's going to keep happening. You need to put in the work for any of this shit. Anytime you're giving them any kind of attention, you're giving them your energy and you're reestablishing a connection. Yep. Period. One hundred percent. Okay. So, cord cutting traditionally. Now, I've done this with three candles because I only had so much energy in a day, and it was for me and my significant other and one other person that we were both letting go of. So there is no you. You can only have two thing like that. Like if if or if you're trying to let go of two different things. Like let's say you know whatever if you're just trying to let go of two different things i can't think of that right now <laughs> um but my first suggestion is i have used different kind of strings i've used twine which can result in a pretty big flame you have to have fire safe stuff 
You cannot, don't do it sitting on your carpet. Shut up, or, y'all. Or, or above y'all mind your carpet. Your <laughs> y'all mind your business. That thing, it it was atrocious. I didn't expect it to fall off the plate. Um, But you can use thread. You can use whatever it is that you have lying around. But just keep in mind how that's going to burn and be safe. Not only that, but it's your... You want something that's going to burn kind of evenly and not um, outrageously because it's going to seem more dramatic than it might actually be. It could just, again, going back, science. I want to also add, I would try to do something more natural that will actually burn as opposed to something really synthetic that has plastics in it. Because you don't want to be inhaling that. You don't want to release it into the atmosphere. It's mm-hmm. just, it's just, a, it's no good to, to burn. Yeah, I really like the thin twine. It does kind of go up a little bit. So you do have to be careful, but it is more natural. Uh, sometimes I will unthread it so it's thinner. Oh, smart. So it, it goes a little faster. So it's not like, you know. Exactly. No, I totally understand that. Maybe leave a cup of water near it. I mean, I don't know. Just never hurts. <laughs> it first. never hurts. So... You take both your candles. Now, some people will use candle holders. Me, I just take the bottom of my candle and I burn it a bit, let some of the wax drip, and I place it down and let it kind of seal itself to the plate or your whatever your fire safe um, situation may be. That, and then I gently tie the thread around them. And... See, there's many things you can do um, with your candles. Now, your name and the other person's name into the candle, you can do that. I know some people will anoint them. I've anointed mine with um, moon water, the phase of the moon, especially if, like, this this past Aquarius moon was a very um, vibrant and strong uh, moon. So I have two big jugs of moon water. That is definitely, I'll be using that to anoint it. But yeah, there's there's all those additives that you can do um, with those candles if you feel inclined. So when you light both the candles, you're going to want to envision your intent, whether in your head or, you know, out loud. Just, you know, I am releasing this person. I no longer want a connection with my own negativity or however it may be while you're lighting them. Oh, sorry. I need to back up. You always want to put your ring of salt around it. And that's to keep everything, and if I'm not mistaken, is that not to keep everything kind of protected and contained? I work with a lot of energy magic, so I usually set my intention that whatever's happening is happening in that moment in time. But yes, if you are using something for physical manifestation, by all means, go ahead and use salt. It's a very powerful protection. Yeah, and you don't need to use like a ton of salt. You can use table salt, Himalayan salt, whatever salt you got laying around. You got you got some sidewalk salt laying or salt laying around. You can use that bad boy. I don't suggest anything with too many chemicals in it. I'm not really sure how fire would react to that. We know how water reacts, but I don't know how fire would with some of this stuff. So yeah. just mind what you're doing because I just thought of that. I'm like, oh, there could be some chemicals in that. I'm not really sure. Maybe don't. Maybe don't. <laughs> Maybe do your homework. I don't know. But I'm sure you have table salt. Most people do to be like you don't have to use up half a box or anything just to make sure you have a connected circle all the way around the two candles um in my personal opinion it's not 100 necessary but it just makes me feel a little bit better and it makes me feel like it's contained and um that everything's kind of like in one spot it's not getting out uh, my intentions are set everything's in its own little box type thing um Now, you need to let them burn all the way down. You're going to notice that one light's going to get brighter than the other. Maybe yours gets brighter, and then theirs starts to burn the twine, and their whole candle has melted. Literally, watch it, because it can tell you a lot when you're you're doing the cord cutting. Um, I can't tell you how many times that I've literally disconnected myself from either my negativity or a negative person. That candle, their struggle. Or to like try and survive, it ends up just completely being melted down before mine does. And my flame, the one that represents myself, will get bigger and stronger. You'll be able to tell the dance that's going on as to whether yeah. or not. And not just again, in room. Don't- 
happening um, personally. If nobody got that from the robot voice, um, I'm going to assume what you said was don't walk away from it. Make sure you're safe about it. You don't want yeah, anything getting thank out you. of control. Danger will listen. Anybody want to add anything to the cord cutting? I feel like I feel like I'm well, missing something. Oops, dropping stuff. Sorry. Um, I have heard also of another way of doing a cord cutting is literally cutting the cord. Like you set it up and you take scissors and you cut the cord. And that's another way to do a cord cutting without using flame. So if you don't want to use fire because you're scared or you're worried that you're going to burn your house down, which I understand, just you can easily use like pieces of paper or a rock and you can either write their names and then tie them to the strings. And it's like the cord is taught and there's you're in that thing and then this manifests you cutting the cord and cut that cord physically with scissors. Uh, I love that. That's great. Severing that tie. Yep. Or envision a yeah. red cord or whatever cord is that you fancy. And you can do a lot of spell work in your head. Like yes. it's all, I, I almost all. Yeah. Like I, I have not. I, like I tell you right now, my altar is a hot mess. It's been a hot mess for months, and <laughs> I have been doing a lot of my like any type of spell work that I do do. I'm doing it in my mind, in my mind's eye, and kind of <laughs> doing it there. Huh? <laughs> I did say do do. Oh my god. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but I was like, no, she'll get it. But that's what I've been doing. You know, I will to help me a little better, and it's. It's that it's also like I'm not getting interrupted, you know what I mean? Because that's the other thing is where my altar is at. It's kind of like in a space where people tend to walk through a lot. So it's kind of hard to do things when there's people walking through. Um, yeah. And I can't tell you how many times I've done physical flame cord cutting. And I've sent y'all video going, I'm afraid my house is going to burn down, but this is going so well for me. Like I can feel the energy come off of it that I do not want to, I don't want to, I don't want to disperse the flame like I just I yeah. want to let it do its thing but I you know be back behind my chair like with my glass to bust because I it entirely too far that day <laughs> yep. yeah I actually saw I forget where I heard that where you could do the cord cutting with like physically cutting the cord and mm. I can't remember where it was I know it was from uh, like a witch I just can't remember who where I heard it um, but I know they were in a coven and I was like, well, I was like, that makes a lot of sense now that I'm thinking about it. Like that makes perfect sense. <laughs> oh yeah. I've been, I've been told by, um, a medium friend of mine that you envisioning in your head, like if you're ready to cut the cord, just envision it And her, what she, uh, expressed to me was, um, I think silver or blue, um, was one of those because that's like the life force. And she was like, and just cut it. And she said, and you can do this. She said, if, if they keep popping up and you feel like maybe you didn't, you didn't complete it or you didn't, there wasn't enough intent behind it. You can do it as many times as you need to do. Um, and again, if you're giving back that energy, you're going to have to do it multiple times. So yeah, absolutely. I love that. Cut those cords, man. Get rid of that negativity or any of those negative people in your life. You don't need that toxicity. Like move forward because it, it's, it's done. We need to let that go. I wish I had scissors near me. I was going to go. I was going to take them and like snip, snip. (laughs) Okay. Now, I do want to touch base on spell bags. I use those a lot. Myself, too. (laughs) Especially for family and friends that come to me with these weird issues that they're like, um... Okay, well, I don't feel like I can bibbity bobbity boop it from here, but if we do this spell bag thing, that might work because it's going to be a consistent thing for you. Um, and that pretty much, like, whatever, let's start with, let's say you're having um, bad dreams, right? So I would get your, you, that you're going to use and you'd probably want to put an amethyst in there because that's good for dreams purple for the third eye and maybe an obsidian for protection um i would probably put some lavender in there for peace and calm some rose petals just to you know sweeten it up a little bit and then just place it under your bed with intention and hopefully for a while that should work and 
negative things away from you in your sleep. And that's pretty much as basic as these bags are. Like, you can use whatever. Like, I have sequoia bark. Okay, my husband's going to make live eggshells. Still not up, but that's okay. I got some really cool bark out of it. And I found out that's really good for protection. Um, so anything that you find, anything that you're drawn to, I didn't even know I just knew I needed it. If you have a cat and your cat sheds whiskers or nails, you can also use them um, for protection. I like that. Don't go plucking your cat's whiskers because no, you no, feel if you need to shed, be protected. Shed. Shed, because cats. Oh, I know. They're you said shed. I'm just clarifying. So will their whiskers? Actually, my cat, um, not too long ago, he shed his whisker and a claw, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to keep these," and I have them in a little baggie over by my altar, so that way, if I use them for a protection bag, I was thinking about using them for a witch ball. (laughs) Cats are very much like walking crystals. Mm -hmm. They absorb so much energy, and they will help block it from you block any kind of psychic attack from you oh yeah. well they're like protected of the underworld connected yeah. to and can and ease in and out of the realm as far as like um i know that's a big egyptian belief which i've always held heavily to what does it mean when you have your cat's baby teeth <laughs> you could probably no, use them for protection too we can look into it um because a lot of the stuff from a cat you use for protection i notice like their fur their their nails, their um, whiskers, a lot of it's for protection. So, I, so we, I do have cats, but I, I mostly have dogs and I've always mostly had dogs and one dog in particular had to have a tooth extraction. Mm-hmm. I actually have something told me to put it in my offering bowl. Mm-hmm. It is sitting in my offering bowl. My, yeah. my, my big dog's giant fucking tooth. Yeah. That's cool, though. I Okay, so I thought I was weird because I had my cat's baby teeth, which, by the way, that cat has passed away for, I don't know, eight, nine years now. No. And I still have his picture up and his little baby teeth right underneath because that's a, that's another little thing that I do. Um, Like, I, I have a craft room that's specifically for me and my craft, whether it's traditional crafting or witchcrafting. Um. And what I do is I take pictures of my loved ones, especially ones that have passed away. And I'm very connected to peacocks and peacocks are very much like a third eye type thing. So if I have a picture of someone and they've passed away, I will hang it up on my wall and I will put a peacock feather over top of it. And that is my way of telling them that they are welcome, that they can come in and come and go in and out of my life as they please. That I, you know, I accept them and I I want their company, that they're more than welcome here. Love it. And that's a, as simple as it can be. Mm-hmm. It's it's like your little ofrenda, your little your little altar to the dead. Mm-hmm. It is, it is very much like my little altar to the dead. My cat's up there, and his little baby teeth are underneath, and that way he knows he can just don't trip me, please. Like we're not about that life, please. Yeah, my cat likes to try to trip me. <laughs> Yeah, but can you imagine trying to explain why you fell down the steps because your dead cat of, like, eight years tripped you? That would be kind of awkward. <laughs> like, ma'am, you don't have a cat. Like, they put me in an institution quick lickety-split. <laughs> like, she won't even have a cat. She said the cat tripped her down the steps. Mm-hmm. Man, sometimes I feel like we weren't born in the right year, but then sometimes I'm like, yeah, we were. We would have been hung. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hung, burned lobotomized something definitely would have been at least institutionalized (laughs) they would have found find me deep in the woods y'all i feel like we got really off track okay (laughs) we kind of (laughs) did i mean nonetheless though i mean it can be as simple as as that like you know just throwing a little something near a picture and inviting that person in um another thing that i like to do is if anybody knows me, I have candles in almost every single room um, of my house. And I will light them. And each room has its own smell because that's how I roll. Mind your business. Um, but what I do is, like, usually my living room candle, I light that and I ask for peace in, in and out my soul and my life and my home. And when I have, I usually have a three-wick candle in my kitchen. And for that one, I light it for um, protection, connection, and direction. 
in my bathroom. I usually light that one and ask that my husband's angels, ancestors, guides, soul, family, and his higher self um, help heal, lead, guide, guard, and direct him to wherever he needs to be for his highest good. And then in my bedroom, I always send love and thanks to my angels, ancestors, guides, soul, family, and my higher self. And anyone and everyone who has helped me along the way for my highest and greatest good. I love that. That's absolutely beautiful. I'm going to be real honest with you, though. Um, You putting the candle in the bathroom for your husband, I kind of like giggled to myself because I'm like, is that because that's where he spends most of his time? 100%. (laughs) There's a lot of his energy in there. He spends a lot of time in there. It is only appropriate. Man, all husbands are the same, I swear. Yeah, I mean, they they don't stray too far apart. The hobbies may differ, but they are pretty similar. <laughs> For sure. But yeah, so that's and that's my little my little um everyday easy stuff. Like some people may, you know, stir their coffee with intent. I'm lighting candles with intent. I love that. I love them so much. I and love it's that. a day and feel I've very been, at peace when I do I've it. Been, I've been to your house and I know that you said that, you know, don't judge you that you use different smells in your, in different rooms, but your house smells absolutely lovely. So nothing's funky going on. (laughs) There's no weird funky smells like interchanging. Like, no, it it smells very lovely. Thank you. I do try to coordinate smells, especially like with the, with the seasons, the spring, the summers, the fall, you know, that way it all kind of blends. Well, it's not like you've got, you know, chocolate in the kitchen and, you know, roses in the living room. Cause that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> it has to blend. You have to, you know, ease into the smell. Anyway, here we go. All right. So pretty much. I mean, did you guys have anything to add to the bags? Because the bags are about as simple as it can be. No, I, I love that explanation. It's literally whatever you feel drawn to throw in there. Throw that shit in. And even if you don't know, you can look it up or not look it up. I used to, but now I don't bother. I'm just like, I know it's going to do what it needs to do. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Like Sometimes sometimes I like to throw it in there, put it up with intent and then look and see, why did I put this in here? Oh, that's cool. Cause I don't remember everything. Like there's, <laughs> there's obviously shit that you're going to remember all the time because you use it all the time. But there's certain things that I'm like, why the fuck did I put that in there? I don't mm-hmm. know what that means. So I do that a lot. Exactly. Too. I do that with my spell jars, bags, witches' balls, anything like that. I'm always going, well, you know, I'm just going to put everything in here and then go for it. And then afterwards, I'll be like, I'm curious. Why did I put that in there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I just knew I had to, but I don't know why. <laughs> exactly. And when you get started, you're more type of person that's going to be like, I need to look all this stuff up. I'm very curious. And then you'll just ease into trusting yourself and get like us yeah. and be like, yeah, sure. Fuck it. A pizza pepperoni. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. It seems legit. Like, whatever. <laughs> well like i know i did um a money spell not too long ago and i was looking up stuff for that but it did help i won't lie i got a check so that was nice (laughs) yeah so i'll take it (laughs) shit's expensive money either Either way you do it there's no shame in that Mm mm-hmm Okay, so the next thing I wanted to move on to, if I'm not boring you guys too much, Uh-oh. jars. We joke on our Facebook page all the time about shaking jars and putting people in jars. And it, yes, that can Collecting be used all to. Con- of the jars. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves a cute jar. Um, I, I collect pickle jar shit. I don't care if they're cute. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> I have I love the giant pickle jars. And as of right now, I have like a bunch of sand from the beach in my jar. Yep. <laughs> Is that pee in there? No, it's it's water. <laughs> oh my god. You're drinking water out of a sketty jar? No, it's a pizza sauce jar. <laughs> oh, excuse me. It's not sketty salt. So I'm assuming I'm assuming that's your moon water, right? Uh, no, actually, it's not. Oh, it's not. Okay. Well, I would like to show you. Hey, that's a great Hi. idea. My I moon bunch of Booker bottles. Hold on. <laughs> I do love I'm a good booze jar with some moon water in it. Really throw your teenagers off. <laughs> Here, you can have a swig. Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> this is water. Yeah. 
I, I have my moon water in a 1.75 liter uh, wild turkey American honey whiskey jar. It works. Ask her how she got that lush. <laughs> it's, you know. Hey, if it works, work it. Mm-hmm. I, that took a while to get through. I won't be, I won't lie. So I'm like, I'm not throwing that jar away. It's been in the family for like a year. <laughs> y'all want to hear, y'all want to hear what I put my moon water in. And I, before I'm not going to mention no names, Christy. Um, <laughs> if y'all have a big bulk buy store, um, you know, membership, if you use a lot of mayonnaise in your house, like me, like we like chicken we like tuna salad and we have a big family so when we do like things together we'll make giant you know stuff so i get the big you know what is it a 32 what do you call it like a 32 gallon of of mayonnaise it's really like four ounces but i literally would take my mayonnaise bottles because they are huge and they have a nice tight lid and i use my giant gallon mayonnaise jar for my moon water yes i do (laughs) i wasn't judging you for the container i said how much damn mayonnaise you go through I like, I'll just lick mayonnaise off the damn knife. I like mayonnaise. It's delicious. God. (laughs) And I like egg salad and I like tuna salad and I like, I like. (laughs) (laughs) Put mayonnaise on my sandwiches, mayonnaise on my bread, (laughs) mayonnaise on my dog, mayonnaise on my head. Okay, I'm done. Jars. (laughs) Okay, so what I was getting to. Before I was rudely interrupted being judged. Just kidding. She wasn't <laughs> judging me. She kind of was, but she wasn't. Um, jars get a bad rap. Everybody thinks that when you have a jar, you're putting a person in it or, or you know, you're, you're doing this. And those are sour jars. But let me tell you, there are sweet jars, too. Somebody buys a new home. You put some honey. You put some rose petals. You put some chamomile in there. You put a little lavender in there. That is that is a sweetened your area, sweeten your house, sweeten another person. You could put you could put all those things in there and put a person's name in there and maybe they'll start being nicer to you. Maybe you have a coworker that you accidentally offended by making fun of them for their giant mayonnaise jars and you want to make it up to them. You make a little sweet jar <laughs> and you put their name on it and you put nice things in there. Um, and it could be anything that you're drawn to. If you pick a dandelion out of your, your garden or, um, you know, just anything... Um, that's like kind of like a self-love type thing. Um, I can't think of any more off the top of my head. Can you guys help? Because honey is my big one. I like putting honey in them. Sugar. Just sugar. Mm-hmm. Sugar. Yeah. sugar. And you can mix sugars with different herbs and make like, specific, like I have actually lavender sugar and that's good for like your um, peace and tranquility and calming. And you just add it to the little spell jars i like that i you know i was thinking in my head i'm like you know it would that would be a really nice home. okay y'all can steal my idea go right ahead a nice homewarming uh yeah like gift so get a nice a nice cookie jar and inside of it you could put you know a little thing of some wildflower honey you could put a thing of some fancy sugar and some salts some herbs Put that intention in there and invite that into their home. All oh, I think that's things. lovely. And as they use it, they can incorporate it into their food or whatever they're using it for. Yeah. That's a good See, idea. that's beautiful. I absolutely love that. Um, and actually, I've also a healing jar. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that, it's kind of the same. I've done like healing self-love because you in order to they kind of go hand in hand so a lot of the same things with like um you know maybe like a little bit of basil for protection and then um some it just any honestly in my opinion most of the flowers roses particularly lavender particularly um and again honey is another one of my go-to's because that's also healing because it's like an um like an antibiotic type type of a thing um or just anything that maybe that person is particularly attracted to, like if their favorite, this, that, or whatever, throw it in there. Stuff like cinnamon is really good too, because it's really all encompassing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And quick acting. Cinnamon mm-hmm. will make something happen fast. Yeah. 
I which have, I absolutely love. I actually have a, we were talking about dream bags, but I actually have a dream jar because mm-hmm. I have an abundance of jars. Same. I save them from literally everything. So I ended up just doing a, a dream jar and just putting stuff in there. And honestly, it's kind of nice because you can put more things in there too. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes those little bags get full. Yeah, that's very true. And also, um, I like when I use my eggshells, they grind very fine. So they end up falling through the holes in the bag anyway. Yeah. It's like a fucking yeah, especially, that yeah. mistake. <laughs> yeah. Not but, with, I did that with salt once. It was such a mess. <laughs> <laughs> salt and cinnamon don't do that. No. <laughs> it makes a mess. mess. Unless, unless you have the cloth bag, but the little see-through mesh bags, they definitely not work. Organza <laughs> bags don't work. Those are good for your bath, though. Which again, you could put yes, some I of the stuff because who wants to clean, you know, chamomile and basil out of your bathtub? Not me. I don't want to get it in my belly button either. So that's why I put everything. <laughs> oh in my god! Okay, that is like the weird. Okay, I could see like somebody saying, "I don't want it in my hoo ha," but you're worried about your damn belly button. <laughs> It's weird. My coochie don't need to smell like a poultry dish. <laughs> Just saying. Speaking of jars, um, another one of the um, other like ingredients I kind of wanted to touch on, and I think we've gone over this before, coffee. Mm-hmm. Coffee can banish any connection or spell, and it is a good protection. Um, I put that in my spell jar that's next to my bed for my dreams, and that has pine, amethyst, and coffee in it which helps keep anything negative from entering my dreams which happens often Uh, also don't forget like crystals i haven't said crystals one time you could put your crystals in a jar you could put your crystals in a bag you can put them here there anywhere just Mm -hmm. not in your hoo-ha i thought you were gonna dr seuss it for a second i was gonna and i just (laughs) cut it off so i was like that's gonna be lame i'll just say hoo-ha instead (laughs) Well, one of the things I did is actually I have a, a money jar. It's actually on my altar. And on top of it, I put a green adventuring um, on top of it. And I actually, when I need money to flow, I'll shake the jar with the intention of bringing it to me. And then you put it back on the altar and I put the stone back on top and I let it sit. Oh, so absolutely. hundred percent. Shaking have, the jar. Do you have stones in the jar? Yes. Aren't you afraid you're going to break it? No. Oh. She's got all different her. kinds of sizes. She's probably got like the tiny little pebbles in there. Yeah, I got little chips in there. I'm not. I'm not that crazy. Shaky, shaky, breaky. No. No. I have a big piece of the green adventuring on top, but then I have little pieces of um, like chips of citrine, something else. A green adventuring and something else in there. I can't remember what the other thing is, actually, because it's been a while since I've made that jar. But it's on my altar, sitting next to my cauldron that I put all my ashes in for my incense. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the same thing with shaking a jar. Like, whether it's a money jar, like, um, a dream jar, whatever. You can give it a shake to revive it. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the point. Because you're putting energy in it. Anytime you're moving something, that's an energy transfer. that's going to revive that you can keep them for as long as you like. Now, some of them, you will put certain things in there and they will go bad in your own conscience. You can, you know, even if they're sealed with wax and everything like that, if they become unpleasant to look at and you're just not feeling it when you're looking at it, you can either empty it and clean it out or just chuck it. Most people will empty it and clean it out because they just can't let go of a jar, (laughs) which is fun. Yeah. And I feel Um, like that's actually the point of it. Once it's no longer serving its purpose, and making you happy let it go yep exactly and if and then, anyone is interested in a sour jar <clears throat> i was about to go there but please you are you are more of an expert than me take the stage please <laughs> so this can be anything for protection for blocking somebody's energy for sending something back to sender for stopping somebody's actions towards you literally any kind of negative actions whether it be physically psychically emotionally whatever put their name in a jar now i like to put salt in pretty much fucking everything yes yeah, same 
Um, and then I'll also put like eggshells in there for protection. And mostly that's like, you keep that shit, you keep it. And a lot of the times, anything that you might feel like would be unpleasant. Vinegar, chili peppers. Vinegar, chili peppers. Cayenne. Piss. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. To each his own. You're not going to catch me pissing in no jar. (laughs) But all right. You know, it really is like, how heavy is it? How deep does it go? What is getting drawn to you to really make this person... If you know that pickles just they they just find them putrid, throw those bitches in there. Oh, yeah. I never things thought of that, it that way. Things that they don't like, throw those bitches in there. I've also heard um, rusty nails. Yes, that rusty nails, um, big one. And and I'm not just to go back to the whole pee thing. I'm not judging anybody. It's just that thought of, you know, as a girl trying to pee in anything is complicated. We don't really have a good aim. I was just throwing that there. But there are people out there that definitely deserve their piss in a, you know, piss in a jar. That's for sure. Um, there's all kinds of people out there. And yes, I do agree. But just to clarify, I wasn't judging anybody. So if you pee the jar, don't be mad. I'm, I'm, it's cool. You do you, boo-boo. I just thought it was payback for the mayonnaise. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> Do it. Well, that's that's oh, all my God. I, <laughs> I just yeah. wanted to add that that you don't feel obligated to only douche sweet jars. If you feel the need, like we always say, "Do you, boo boo?" That's right. If they get a little bit too close. You can shake that little piss jar up. Back it up. Back it. Back it up. Um, also, freezer freezer spells to freeze someone. If you don't want to banish or like, you know, whatnot, let's say you're, you know, you have a sibling and they're just being an asshole for the moment. You just kind of want them out of your life temporarily until they get through whatever nastiness they are getting. You can put their name in a jar, put some water in there and with the intent, freeze them. Just pretty much freeze them. Just it's like putting pause on your relationship. Yep. Like, I don't want to banish them. I don't want to cord cut. I just need you to go away for now. Get your life together. And then maybe I'll take your name out the freezer. Yeah. And then we can thaw you out. That's right. <laughs> Back in. Slowly. I like it. Yeah. The last thing I just want to say is um, what's something I like to do for myself. People always suggest salt baths. Which are recommend, but I rarely get myself in a position where I in like a regular bath bath so when i do everything in there i will make a whole cauldron i will have rose petals i'll do um eucalyptus scented salts i will do pinks on top of that i'll do regular epsom salt on top of that i'll have a bath bomb for like you know clarity or this or that like i will throw everything in my bathtub it'll be dookie brown looking but i feel so much better afterwards because all done at one time very powerful so you don't have to limit yourself i mean unless if you're a diabetic or if your doctor says you know you can have a salt bath but take it easy like don't do all that because it's not healthy but for me i'm 100 clear to I pretty much float in that water. It's so salty and filled with everything. And I do all of it. I I love that because I don't get a bath very often either. So when I do, I like literally I'm throwing everything but the kitchen sink in there and just Yep. And just mix her up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like like I said, that water will look dookie brown, but you know what? I don't even care. Here. I don't need a pretty pink sparkly water to you know feel good about myself like give me earth brown please because bitches need ground or coffee in there and that'll help um, like dispel negative energy I've done it all um if you're gonna do coffee and all that stuff I would put um like rose petals all that again put it in one of those organza bags one of the um or even just like a reusable tea bag or whatever you have because again you don't want to clean all that stuff out of sex because I've done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody makes mistakes. <laughs> Honestly, there's probably more that we could go through, but 
Yeah, that's like a quick, I feel like a quick rundown of everyday basics. Yeah, yeah, like just just easy peasy stuff to do, kind of like the gist, because at the end of the day, you can simplify or complicate any of these things, however you see fit. If you want to take a fucking trash bag and fill it with shit that will bring you joy and stick it under your bed, by all means, there you go. Fill <laughs> bag, if that's what you need. Throw your grandmama in there. I don't know. She <laughs> makes you happy. Throw her in there. Stick her under the bed. Like, whatever you got to do. One thing that I know I've done, um, and it does help me, is the witch's ladders, where you're doing the knot spells, and that does seem to help because while you're you're reciting everything, you're focusing all your intent onto the string. And I've been using the color strings, like you do with candles, mm-hmm. to correlate with what I'm trying to put into intention. So, like if I'm doing money, I would use like gold and green to bring money to me and then I would start the spell with not of one the spell's begun not of two and then just keep going through until you're done tying off everything and then I'll usually either hold that with me depending on what it is um if it's a money spell I'll put it in my wallet if it's something for sleep I'll put it near my bed if it's something for protection I might wear it as like a bracelet or put it in my pocket or put it on a necklace or something um, those are all different things. Sorry, guys, my puppy's looking at me like, Mom, I want to get in your lap. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I do. I just wanted to bring that up because I was like, that's <clears> one <throat> that I've done a couple times and it's actually more than a couple times, but it's it's definitely does seem to work. It sounds like therapeutic, like you get into mm-hmm. just, you know, meditative, therapeutic, just really. And honestly, not magic, braid magic. It all has relevance you know there's many cultures out there that believe heavily in braid magic and in not magic well it's like native americans for one i can i can think of them especially with the sweet grasses they're braiding it with their hair you know they're they're thinking of the 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 creator the the spirits around them themselves like protection all in one it shows you a beautiful representation of how everything Mm -hmm. just goes together so well yeah, it intertwines and put- connects. I absolutely love grass. It's one of my most favorites. And that's another thing, like a little thing that I'll do for myself before I do spell work. I will light my sweet grass and invite any good spirits that are in the area to come and assist me. To ask for help. If you feel like, um, you know, you've been cord cutting a few times and you just feel like it's just not doing it, you can invite good spirits around you, whether it's your family or your guys or even just someone passing through that is just good. Like, that's what the sweet grass will do. It's like they'll just kind of gravitate towards you and help you out with your energy. Hey, I would say when I become a ghost, I will definitely <clears throat> be wandering and helping people out who ask for a ghost help. Just saying. Right. <laughs> She'll piss in a jar for you. <laughs> if I have the capability to do so, sure. <laughs> well, thanks, Casper. That's yeah. <laughs> but I really like that. That's that's really beautiful. I love that idea of using the knots and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> we can't um, hear you. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah this is just the tip of the iceberg you are correct <laughs> yes <laughs> I, you, you know i feel like fuck it at this point this is season two y'all have been here you, you know how it is i'm just gonna leave this shit in sometimes hey sure why not because <laughs> it it really isn't you it's sometimes i sound like a robot sometimes just sounds like a robot it's Hey, look, guys, like, right now, I'm just excited. It's been an hour, and I haven't dropped oh. the call. <laughs> right. Can you... Sh- <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> my dog's joining in in the choir. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my, okay. My puppy's looking at me. <laughs> so, in short, this is, again, tip of the iceberg. So, if you've been listening, there is something, uh, any kind of spell work that you're curious about or you have questions about or you want to hear more about, I will, um, I am by no means any kind of specialist or professional or any, well, I mean, you know, jack of all trades, master of none. And if I don't know, I'll find out um, 
and we'll collaborate and we can do another whole set of these if um, anybody's interested. If there's anything you want, you know, collaborated on or, you know, colors, this, that, spells, herbs, whatnot. We'll all, we'll get it. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I look up, I look down for two seconds and y'all both acted a fool. I've got a dog who wants to get under the blankets and he's like literally trying to burrow and he's moving my laptop <laughs> I'm laughing because you're being all serious over there and as you're talking just over there shaking her head like mouthing to her dog like no no and she's just disappearing little by little because he's literally just going under and he's like moving my laptop <laughs> oh my fucking god okay <laughs> oh. We're getting, All right, we're, so we're getting silly. I think I think we're good. Yeah, I think we need to uh, wrap this up before people get bored. Please, bored of our answers because it's not as fun when they can't see us. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Please contact us on Facebook or Instagram. Feel free to message the group. Feel free to message us. We are the administrators and the group. Just um, send us a message if you want us to do anything specific on the podcast and we're more than you know more than happy to do an episode on something for you you can reach us again on facebook and instagram lavender sage and stardust or you can email us at lavender sage and stardust at outlook.com actually as a matter of fact please email us your supernatural paranormal what the fuck was that in the sky no that was just my damn cat stories if your cat's (laughs) in the sky please email us i'm curious (laughs) and with that being said cats in the sky peace out bye guys